Now playing at the Esquire, Edens, River Oaks, and Yorktown Theatres. And now we go to the Whammo Live! Give me to the Whammo Live! Blast points this is Jason and this is Gabe, and we're excited. It's the battle beyond Jizz Rock. We're going back to one of our favorite episodes from last year. I'm sure it's one of your favorites too, right? I hope so. <laughs> if it's not, go back and listen to it before you listen to this one, or after you listen to this one, or at the same time in stereo, one in each ear. However, you got to do it. <laughs> it's in stereo, quadro stereo, quadraphonic. <laughs> And all your speakers. <laughs> but the crazy, wonderful world of Star Wars inspired music. Once again, just like the episode last year, we had way too many songs. We had to like trim our list like in half just to get a suitable number for this episode. So we're not talking for four hours. Yeah, it was tough. I thought, oh good, we can use do the songs we couldn't do last time, and then we found so many more songs. <laughs> they just keep there's so many. So many. So Pretty soon we're going to be diving back into the strange world of jizz rock, but it's October, and that can mean only one thing. It's an Oktoberfest. You might be excited about jizz rock, but nothing stops Snoketober. Snoketober is a freight train of partiness. We're excited about Rise of Skywalker. We're excited about Mandalorian. None of that. 
compares to the raw, red-hot excitement of Snoketoberfest. It's the gold standard or gold robe of holidays and celebrations. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, what we're doing, Snoke got cut in half. So Snoketoberfest got cut in half. Instead of the Snoke line of the week, it's a Snoke word of the week. Classic Snoke word. Every word Snoke said really was classic, but some are a little bit more golden than others. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what the Snoketober word of the week this week is going to be. Oh, that's Snoke. He always has to get the last word in. Maybe Snoke will get mentioned in The Rise of Skywalker, but I'm going to miss him. I really, really kind of fell in love with Snoke in The Last Jedi. Maybe uh, if they go into, like, Palpatine's lair or office or something, he'll have, like, a framed picture of Snoke. Like, it'll be in that glass frame like Chewie's picture was in the holiday special. <laughs> a picture of undead Palpatine and Snoke, like, on vacation. Palm trees behind them, like... A blue sky. Maybe that's how they'll explain Snoke's backstory. It'll be like Kylo talking on a view screen to Palpatine, and Palpatine will hold the framed picture of Snoke. Oh, you want to know about Snoke? I'll tell you about Snoke. We went on vacation to California. It was awesome. <laughs> he was a wild dude. I don't know how to swim, and I would just ride on his back. He was so strong. He drank 45 shots in one <laughs> night. It didn't even phase him. He let Palpatine hold his uh, ring pop, even though it's as big as Palpatine's head. <sighs> Snoked over fast. <laughs> Burger Chef introduces Star Wars Fun Meals for Your Kids. A hamburger, french fries, and Coca-Cola. Imagine how much fun your kids will have. Star Wars Fun Meals. Collect all seven. Only at Burger Shop. All right. All right. We got we got Jizz Rock to get to. Oh my god. We got so oh so 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 before we get started, we gotta give another shout out to the now late great podcast Beyond Yacht Rock, whose format, once again, we are completely ripping off. Their hosts were Steve, Dave, Hunter, and hometown guy from Muskegon, Michigan, JD. Again, there's something in the water from Muskegon. (laughs) Yeah, Muskegon will mess you up. (laughs) So their show, Beyond Yacht Rock, uh, they created the term Yacht Rock. So what they did is they they would create new genres of music, and name that genre just like they did Yacht Rock. And they would do shows where they people sent in suggestions for songs and they rated them on their Yachtski scale if they were Yacht Rock or not. It was a hilarious, awesome show. They just stopped at episode 100. So you should go back and check it out beyond Yacht Rock. And we are ripping off their formula once again with tons of love and respect to what they did. And if you're confused about the term... Jizz, according to Wikipedia, is an upbeat, swinging genre of music, most notably performed by Fingerin' Dan and the Modal Nodes and the Max Rebo Band. It was originally in the Return of the Jedi novelization, where they talked about jizz whalers. Basically, we're going to rate each song, whether it's a jizz whale or a jizz fail. We've got over 20 songs inspired 
by Star Wars. And yeah, do they just wail or do they just fail? I don't know. We're going to find out. Come along with us. This is going to be this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be an adventure. So what's what's our first song? So the first song is an artist I'm sure everyone's familiar with and a song I'm sure if you're listening to the show you're familiar with. It's Weird Al Yankovic and the saga begins. This song, I think I've talked about it before. I've had a long history with this song. <laughs> we both we both have. Gabe, share, share with me your thoughts on this song. Well, I've always loved Weird Al. I was really into Weird Al for a long time as a kid. I saw Weird Al in concert. It was probably the best concert I've ever seen. He autographed my t-shirt. <laughs> how old, wait, how old were you? Yeah, I think I was in college. No. <laughs> Did I know you? Or high, or high school. Maybe it was in high school. It might have been in high school before we moved it together. I went and saw him in Windsor and we waited outside the door and he came out and talked to everyone and signed everybody's stuff. <laughs> and he had shoes that had like, they were like vans or converse with like pizzas on them or something i don't know so i like weird al and i like phantom menace and i think i liked this song and then i didn't like it anymore but now i like it again no see and i'm exactly the same way because i've never been wacky about weird al i was i don't think i've ever bought like a weird al album and everybody knows my problem with funny star wars stuff (laughs) And so when this song came out, I was kind of like, ah, whatever. But then it was, I, I think I've, we told this story before. I think it was Celebration 2 and Celebration, especially Celebration 3, when we go to the, the, the mistake over and over again of going to the opening ceremonies where nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. And we thought we were going to get some exclusive scoop or something. Yeah. And it was, and all it was was the, the crowd at the opening ceremony singing along to this. But I'll tell you what changed me on this song. Five, six months ago, in Chicago, waiting for the Phantom Menace panel, they played this. And the whole crowd, like, singing along and freaking out. And I've kind of accepted this song with its weird place in Phantom Menace history. As much as it was weird and awkward to be in the audience at maybe Celebration 3 watching Captain Typho sing it along with everybody else. (laughs) But yeah, hearing everybody singing it still... All these years later, in an arena of full of just the crazies who love Phantom Menace, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm okay with this. And it is a good, it is a really good synopsis of Phantom Menace. And I swear, didn't he say he wrote this before the movie came out, just based on the trailers? Yeah, so here's the deal. So, of course, it's a parody of Don McLean's uh, American Pie. It's told from the story of Obi, the, it's told from the point of view of Obi Wan Kenobi. Came out in 1999 from his classic album, Running with Scissors. And yeah, all the info he got was from, I think, like, theforce.net. And he requested a, an advanced screening from Lucasfilm, and he was denied. So yeah, he had to go to the internet and get, like, a plot synopsis of The Phantom Menace. Eventually, he, he saw a, a charity screening of Phantom Menace after he had already recorded this song. And he was shocked at how much he even he, even he nailed it. <laughs> I guess he was really nervous on what, like, Lucasfilm's opinion was going to be. Uh, and all he said all he ever heard was somebody told him you should have seen, should have seen the smile on George Lucas's face when he listened to it. It's because Weird Al, he's a genius. Celebration Chicago is a turning point for this one. But also when we were at the, the 501st party in Orlando, 
Didn't he play this? I'm pretty sure he did at the end, yeah. It's all blur. But <laughs> if he didn't play it, everybody remembers him playing it. And if he didn't, just because if you have Star Wars people at Weird Al around, it's just running through everybody's head. <laughs> well, and if you have Star Wars people around, you pretty much have Weird Al around anyway. <laughs> so just, yeah, it's, all the, it's all the same thing. If you would have asked me two years ago, I would have been a stingy grump and I would have given this a jizz fail. But now I give it a jizz whale. I give it a jizz whale as well. Right up next, keeping with Phantom Menace, we've got everyone's favorite band, Planet Core, with Duel of the Fates. Okay, so much like Miko and the hundreds and hundreds of disco Star Wars songs that came out in the late 70s, there was a whole craze in the in pretty much just 1999 of a lot of producers and DJs trying to catch that Star Wars gold once again (laughs) with all these they all basically sounded like this and there was like a hundred of this you know what's funny is I don't think I ever heard any of these (laughs) (laughs) I think when when you sent this over I was like this is the first time I heard like Techno Duel of the Fates and maybe I heard it and I just blocked it out (laughs) but I was surprised it works pretty well I remember going into uh, a record store that used to be in Grand Rapids. So there's still it's still in Grand Rapids, but it used to be in a different spot, Vinyl Solution. Oh no, Vinyl Vinyl Solution isn't in Grand Rapids. They changed it. But anyways, I remember going into Vinyl Solution in '99, and like they had like an end cap of all just like these bootleg like Star Wars like DJ things. And I remember thinking like, should I should I be buying these? And I remember like picking up the back, and it was all like. EDM remix and it was like DJ breakbeat or something. I was like, oh no. <laughs> you probably should have. So what do you think? Just for the fact that it exists, I'm giving it a jizz whale. Yeah, I was gonna give this one a jizz whale just because as far as the, the genre of electronic duel of the fates mixes, this is a pretty good one. So I give it a I give it a jizz whale. This is like the Miko of Electronic Duel of the Fates 1999 dance mixes. Well, and the name of the group is Planet Core, so they get bonus points for that, too. The Planet Core. You win. All right, so next is pretty self-explanatory. Chewbacca song from Supernova. Supernova. American punk rock band from California. Again, another Grand Rapids thing. I saw them live once at the intersection in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they played this song. Wow. I don't remember that. Was that in high school? Was that when we was that when we lived together? I think you had already moved to Chicago. Okay. Because I, I would have told you about it. It said Gabe, I'm going to see this band Supernova. They have a song about Chewbacca. Yeah, I probably would have went with you. This song was probably best known. It was featured in Clerks. Supernova later performed on Yo Gabba Gabba, and some of its members went on to join Manor Astro Man. And as of 2016, with a different lineup, Supernova is still out there playing shows. Uh, Supernova claimed to be from the planet Synot 3, a world filled with kind aliens that look for tinfoil. This really should have been during the credits in uh, Solo. (laughs) 
<laughs> if Jonas Tsutamo, when he does conventions, if he doesn't come out to that, then something's not right. For some weird reason, I kind of want there to be eventually a Star Wars movie that just has like pop tunes during the credits instead of like John Williams music. Because <laughs> of all, it's like I usually don't like when movies have like music, the soundtrack that's like music inspired by the movie that really has nothing to do with it. But I'm kind of ready for that for a Star Wars movie because that's kind of what all this stuff is. Like give me a soundtrack of songs inspired by a Star Wars movie. Ryan Johnson, that's probably what's going to be. But he was just talking about how he wants to make a musical. Why stop? You know, do a Star Wars musical. Now's the time. It's the only thing left to do. We forgot to mention during the Saga Begins, Ryan Johnson was recently at what the the film festival and he karaoke'd to Weird Al, the Saga Begins and didn't even look at the screen. He knew all the words by heart. No surprise. And weren't there pictures of him during the backstage at the last Weird Al tour? <laughs> hang, hanging out with Weird Al, so... It's got good taste. It's a supernova. Chewbacca song. I gotta give it a jizz whale just because there's not enough songs about Chewbacca. It's simple. It's to the point. And they do a good Chewbacca impression. They should do another song just called Tarful. Our new Chewbacca in honor of units. Okay, so up next, we have got the Trotter Trio with Princess Leia's theme. We're going to get serious here for a minute. Would you care for some wine? Or I have the giant pepper grinder. Do you need more bread at your table? <laughs> Fresh sweet cream butter. Looks like you're out of sweet cream butter. I'll go get some more. Oh, this song. It's the Totter Trio. Princess Leia's theme. So what do we know about the Totter Trio? Not too much. It's a jazz trio led by Terry Trotter on piano. And I guess they love Star Wars. There's not a whole lot of information out there on them. This is definitely in the Ron Carter... uh what was this album called? Empire Jazz. Empire Jazz, yeah. Where it's pretty much real jazz, legitimate jazz, just playing Princess Leia's theme. This reminds me if I'm like at like a like a Macy's in a in a mall or something, and it's like Saturday, the really busy day, and they've hired someone to like play the piano or something, and I'm just like, oh, I gotta get out of here. But then it's like, wait, are they playing Princess Leia's theme? <laughs> Am I tripping? <laughs> Am I legit going insane? Maybe we need to stay here longer. Yeah, maybe we need to stay here longer. Are the walls of reality closing in? Yeah. Yeah, you're having a uh, force back. You touched the lightsaber. Its energy surrounds us. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> These are your first steps. Way. <laughs> I don't know. I really appreciate this. I mean, this is like you want to you want to create a mood if you're if you're having people over at your house, Superintendent Chambers is over at your house and you're cooking them steamed hams this is what you put on to set the mood and this is a good one if you're if you want to trick people who don't really know about the star wars to think you're kind of classy oh that's some smooth jazz you have there sir (laughs) he he must be really smart and classy (laughs) little do they know it's princess leia's theme as close as i can get it's not doing the march of the ewoks so yeah i say this is a this is just whale this is a this is a whale of a night we're all, you know, there be whales here. It's all whales from so far. So, Trotter Trio is another whale. 
Well, so next here we're going from dinner party to dinner party because this next one is from Star Wars Cocktails in the Cantina. And it's a medley of Ben Kenobi's death into TIE Fighter Attack. Oh, it doesn't get much more late 90s than cocktail, the whole cocktail CD thing. Well, this one, after you've kind of lulled everybody into your classiness with Trotter Trio and they get a little, they've had a little bit more wine to drink, you can whip this one out. It's like, is this Star Wars music? No, 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 no. Star Wars? That's for children. I happen to like adult things like jazz music. I have to say, I do like, there's not enough tie tie attack uh, covers out there. Or Ben Kenobi's death, really. No one's covering this combo. That's true. It's not really uh, connecting with me, though. It it takes a while to get going, because the whole time you're waiting for TIE Fighter Attack to start, and it doesn't really start for, like, three minutes or something. So, what do you think? Is it a whale? Is it a fail? I like the smoothness of the the Trotter Trio. I feel like if you put this on at a classy party, it would backfire. And people would leave. I could see that. Because Trotter, Trotter was definitely more sincere, maybe. And this is in that it's borderline novelty, maybe. I don't know. I, I think I got to give this one a just fail. Man, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, I think if it jumped right into TIE Fighter Attack, it would be a whale. But since they're they're making me wait, uh, I'll, I'll second that fail. Sorry, cocktails in the cantina. Up next, Highway to the Danger Zone, Raven. A little change of pace. This is the song Star War from Raven. I had never heard this before, and I was mad at myself for not knowing about this for the past 40 years. Uh, It's not Darth Raven, although maybe Darth Raven got his name from the band Raven. Maybe he was a huge fan. Or this is this is like what Kylo listened to in high school, Little Ben Solo. You don't understand my music, Dad. You don't understand anything about me. <laughs> Black is not just the clothes I wear on the outside; it's the way I feel on the inside, Dad. Yeah. This is uh, from the 1982 album Wiped Out. Raven are from Newcastle, England. Was it the same as uh, oh, Venom? Are they, are they from the same area as Venom? Oh, no, Newcastle. They, there's the Newcastle beer. That's what Venom was drinking, the Newcastle beer. Newcastle brown ale. Too strong. This is our last one. The <laughs> <laughs> interesting thing with Raven, uh, they were formed in 1974 by the Gallagher brothers, John and Mark Gallagher. Not so the, the the other powerhouse from the UK Gallagher Brothers. <laughs> Their form of metal was uh, classified as athletic rock. An interesting tidbit about Raven: they headlined Metallica's first ever tour in 1983. Oh man! So they're probably playing Star Wars every night. <laughs> so Metallica's first ever tour. Yeah, you heard Star Wars, man. They're still out there. They're still playing live. They're still doing it. Raven is still out there. So, Gabe, what are your thoughts on Raven here? Uh, yeah, I have to give this a jizz whale. <laughs> this is the definition of... There's some... He's jizz whaling right now. It's the definition of jizz whale. Have you... Like, I didn't get a whole lot of time to listen to the lyrics. What, what's the Star Wars content in the lyrics? 
So the, yeah, the lyrics are like, uh, 10 million people look to the sky, flooding their hearts with the tears that they cry. In the air is a nightmare threatening their lives, painting the thunder with steel. Time to fly, shooting star, into the black of the night. The world is in your hands. Star War, is this the beginning of the end? This is basically about Rise of, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's 100% Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, what do you think? Total jizz whale. Gotta give it up to Raven. 1983, they were feeling it. They saw Return of the Jedi. They were pumped up. They went home. They were like, oh my God, we gotta do something. Gallagher Brothers, all the way. This is Kylo Ren's favorite song. When he's flying up really fast behind Ray in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, this is what's pumping in his ship. He's got this... Uh blasting in his earbuds in his helmet that was really the only reason he had to put the helmet back on and so he didn't look goofy with the earbuds in it's my favorite tune What do we have next? Next is, I'm not sure, do they go by droids or the droids? Let's say the droids. But the song is, Do You Have the Force? Maybe this song was co-written by Rick Carter. This, those, those first story meetings, everyone sat down and he just pushed play on a jukebox or on a boombox and they played this. <laughs> How strong is the force? Do you have the force? <laughs> This is on Rick Carter's iPhone when he wakes up in the morning. This is like his alarm music. Do I have the force? What's the deal with the droids? They only had one album. They were formed in 1977, completely inspired by Star Wars. Uh, The droids consist of French record label manager Yves Hyatt, and he grabbed his buddy keyboard player Richard Lornak. And the droids were born. Uh, droids big claim to fame as they once uh, appeared on French television playing this song, which is on YouTube. You should look it up. Yeah, it seems like there's kind of a, a whole thing of these early electronic bands that have sci-fi themed stuff that's not necessarily exactly Star Wars, but it's close enough. Everybody saw Star Wars and they got pumped up. Let's play keyboards and pretend we're, pr- pretend we're robots. Right, and throw in some robot sound effects and laser beam sounds and talk about spaceships. Which I'm all for. I love it. Yeah. that's They, they were finally happy that someone was like, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that. I need more robot music. I think I've told you the story that I was really into the song Funky Town, and I even bought the like 45 just because it had robot voices in it. <laughs> When I was like six years old or whatever, <laughs> and if someone would have told me about if someone would have told me about Kraftwerk, I would have exploded. What are your thoughts on the droids here? What do you think? Do you have the force? It's probably not the best tune on the list, but it's it's droids, it's force, it's space music, it's it's a whale. I'm in a whaling mood tonight. It's a jizz whale. We're yeah, we're going whale hunting tonight, and I'm saying it's a whale too. It may not be the best. Star Wars specific song ever recorded, but it's Star Wars-esque. This is what I want to listen to when I'm driving to the theater when I go see Rise of Skywalker for the fourth time. They should have uh, traveled through time and printed that on the album. As a, Jason Gibner, this is what I want to listen to when I watch the Rise of Skywalker for the fourth time. When I'm just having, I'm just having a good time. All the serious times are out of the way, now I'm just 
just gonna enjoy myself. Okay, up next, Lonnie Liston Smith with Space Princess. Getting into the funky stuff here. Uh oh. Yeah, here we go. Gabe, what do you what do you know about Lonnie Liston Smith? I don't know anything about Lonnie Liston Smith. I've never heard this song before. Have you ever heard him at all? Because supposedly he's an acclaimed jazz, soul, and funk musician, and he played with Miles Davis. I am not familiar with Lonnie Liston Smith. I'm familiar with Listerine, the mouthwash. <laughs> Does he have anything to do with mouthwash? Have a little bit of halitosis. I'm, I'm going to be talking to a space princess later, and I don't want to be embarrassing. I will say this this song hits hits my sweet spot because it has uh, obnoxious use of uh, echo on people's voices. <laughs> Any, anytime you have a song where someone sings a word and it just keeps echoing, always gives it a few extra points. So Maybe it's inspired by Star Wars. I think we took a wrong turn, 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 turn. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Well, this is a very special breed of jizz rock, too, because very much like the the Trotter Trio, you could put this on. 98% of the people there, like if you're having like a social gathering at your house and you're like passing out like hors d'oeuvres and you put on Ronnie Liston Smith's Space Princess, people wouldn't know that you're subtly incorporating the galaxy far, far away into your little get together. It's, it's a classy tune with a little uh, space sliding in under the radar. I think this is a whale. This is a funky jizz whale. I mean, is he singing about Princess Leia Organa? Maybe. I mean, Space Princess. Who else are you going to be singing about in the late 70s, honestly? Yeah, unless he was just really into the John Carter of Mars books. Which, you know, that could be. Probably not, but could be. Yeah, could be. Yeah. I like to imagine Han, Han sings this song. You know, they missed out in Solo. Yeah. He could have been singing this while the credits went up. But, you know, Disney Plus, what they're talking about, the rumor, the Crimson Dawn TV show. If all Narenreich shows up, could come in singing Space Princess. The Frogman likes to sing this song. Maybe this is the Frogman singing. This was the second song they sang, yeah. When they cut away, this is what they they jumped into the Space Princess. Oh, it would make total sense. Once Dryden Voss left, because he went to like his private thing to go talk business, and they were like, okay, Dryden's gone. Let's get funky. Yeah. The fog machine came out. Everybody's dancing. It's a long story short. It's a jizz whale. It's a jizz space whale. Ezra's riding that one across the finish line. So up next, we've got Sheila and Black Devotion with the song Spacer. Part of the thing with Sheila here is the incredible video on YouTube. Well, that really pushes the, the spaciness over the top. We'll post it on, uh, on, the, on the Facebook group. It's, it's kind of got, like, the video kind of has, like, a Star Crash vibe to it a little bit. What's funny with this song is I had like a disco compilation CD that this song was on that I probably listened to a million times and it never once crossed my mind that this song had anything to do with Star Wars. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, even though she's singing about spacers in space, I don't know. It just never registered. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I just thought it was about drugs. <laughs> 
know. As most of the best disco songs are. <laughs> Aren't they all about drugs? I don't know. I think so. But yeah, when, you, when this was on the list, I was like, I know that song. And I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of sci-fi-y. It's like a Han Solo disco song. So Sheila and Black Devotion, they were French disco group. They were much more popular in, the, in Europe than in the U.S. They're fronted by what Wikipedia told me was a famous French singer named Sheila. And this song, though, features Niall Rogers and Bernard Edwards uh, from the supergroup Chic with their hit song Freak Out. And, you know, Niall Rogers, he's still all over the place. He's playing with Daft Punk and all that stuff. And hopefully he's going to record Babu Freak Out <laughs> before the end of the year so we can all jam that in our cars. Oh, Babu Freak Out! <laughs> I mean, I like Spacer. I'm not flipping out. I like the video more than the song. I'll say that much. Yeah, well, like I was saying, this one, for whatever reason, never, as many times as I've heard it, never totally hit me as, like, made me feel Star Wars-y. So I think it may be a good disco song, but I, as a jizz rock song, I think it's a jizz whale. I just fail. The video is a jizz whale. The song, however, just going on pure audio, is a jizz fail. I'm sorry, Sheila. If only there were a few more robot sounds maybe some creatures and some laser beams Nick, it's why you fail. well speaking of robot sounds and laser beams our next one is by bang bang robot with the hit song star robot system this is like putting a, a microphone up to my brain just recording the sounds inside of it. <laughs> We've captured Gabe's essence. They just posted a picture of Babu Frick, and this is what's going on inside of my head. <laughs> yeah. So this will be playing through my head as I drive home from the theater at 2 in the morning. Very little is known about Bang Bang Robot. They're from Germany. This song was recorded in 1977. The cover of the 45 has a kind of Star Wars font and like a weird C-3PO thing on it. And it just says disco in big letters. I think I can't imagine going to a disco and this is what's playing, though. Like, that's a weird disco. If I walked in, I'd be like, I have found my people. No one told me discos were like this. So I guess this is where I belong. Oh, and we definitely we got sound effects and weirdness going on in the middle of the tune here. Yeah, I mean, this is it's you know, the thing I like about Bang Bang Robot here. Is it's not they're not trying to do like the cantina theme. They're not doing like a John Williams riff. It's Star Wars. The epitome of Jizz Rock. Cause like this could be playing at Oga's Cantina and no one would even know the difference. Yeah, like this is the kind of stuff Kr- Krennic would be listening to when he's drinking his his space his space booze and trying to wound down wind down after a long day of making Death Star lasers. When Jin has her flashback to Krennic and her dad, like, in the apartment, this is what was playing on the speakers. 100%. This is what Galen and Lyra Urso, like, before Jin was born, and they talk about, remember those crazy days before Jin was born? And we could just be wild and crazy, and we listen to Bang Bang Robot all the time? Bang Bang Robot. 100% Jizz Whale. It's a Jizz Whale grabbing Thrawn and pulling him into space. If you thought we were having a party before, up next, we got Lassie Samuelson with her hit song, Star War. 
This is from the hit 1978 album from Sweden called Disco Dance Party, which also features the disco version of the theme from MASH, otherwise known as Suicide is Painless. Oh, the good old days when you could disco dance to MASH. <laughs> so I think we've, we've realized at some point we could do an entire episode only on kind of knockoffs or inspired by the Miko Star Wars theme. Because that's almost a genre of its own of how we can get as close to the Miko disco song as we can without being a blatant copy. There's thousands of them. I really love the album cover of Lassie's album, Disco Dance Party, because it's just a giant, giant picture of her head smiling. And then like a, picture, a little picture of her in the corner, perhaps dying. I'm not sure she's like... <laughs> Or she's force projecting herself or something. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> Maybe the picture's so big because she's actually as big as Snoke. I really want to love this more than I do, but I feel like, you know, unfortunately, we ran into this in the first Jizrock episode. There's a thousand songs like this out there. It's it's tough competition. Maybe on its own it's, it would be okay, but in the uh, the pantheon of Jizrock, it's a jizz fail. Uh, but, it, but it's a jizz fail, but I really enjoy it, though. So it's a jizz fail, but I'm putting a little gold sticker, gold little star sticker next to it. It got it got a participation medal. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. All the songs on the list are winners because they're somewhat related to Star Wars. So right there, you're a winner. Nick, it's why you fail. Speaking of winners, up next we've got the Happy Hamsters. <laughs> We're getting into the real stuff. <laughs> People have been wondering when are we gonna do the Happy Hamsters, so we got to give a shout out with the Happy Hamsters. This was sent to us on, I think, on Facebook by uh, longtime listener Bat Simpson, who's given us some great song choices over time. He, he was kind of like, hey, "You guys know about the Happy Hamsters?" And whenever he says something like that, we never know what he's talking about, and our minds always explode. Did you know about the Happy Hamsters before? Here's a story with the Happy Hamsters. They were originally called the Happy Chipmunks, and they were straight up sued by the world-famous Alvin and the Chipmunks, whatever is responsible for all that. They were renamed the Happy Hamsters, and this album called Ghostbustin' came out in 1984, which features on the cover the uh, the Happy Hamsters dressed as some ghostbuster ghostbustiners this kind of blew my mind because a i never knew that there were happy hamsters i knew about the chipmunks i never knew they were knockoff chipmunks and then the fact that they had a star wars song i'm still kind of in shock when i listen to this it's like almost a star wars radio drama it's like telling a story there's like a darth vader in here it's fun to hear a darth vader that they don't even try to make him sound like darth vader either (laughs) i am darth vader i'm just a guy called darth vader (laughs) who doesn't like hamsters it actually kind of sounds like sean connery a little bit trust the force i suddenly remembered my charlemagne and my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky I don't know how to rate this because on one hand it's a jizz whale but if you think about it too much it's kind of a jizz don't think about it don't think about it it's a jizz it's a jizz whale <laughs> it's, it's a feel don't think <laughs> concentrate on the moment <laughs> okay if we're going if, if I'm in the moment it's definitely a, it's definitely a whale <laughs> it's a jizz hamster <laughs> 
next, we have got Cosmic Gal with their song Space Fever from 1979. So it's definitely in the the droids or bang bang robot kind of style of things. So what do we know about Cosmic Gal? Uh, they were from Japan, 1979. Uh, they had one album. It was mostly English English language versions of Japanese 60s and 70s songs done in a disco version. Was Space Fever one of those songs? Space Fever? I guess. It's on the album. So, like, there's a 60s Japanese version of Space Fever? Maybe. Again, this is one with a video. This is some kind of bizarre live performance from... Seven late seventies TV. Yeah, it's kind of like something that Itchy would be watching in the hologram machine. But I don't know. This song is kind of the jam, though. It's maybe more like John Carpenter than Star Wars. But it's in that that kind of sweet spot between being another version of the John Williams theme and just being completely not Star Warsy. But if you've seen a Star Wars movie, if you're listening to Blast Points, you have space fever, so you can relate. <laughs> this is like the, what plays in your head at two in the morning when you're trying to sleep, because you're trying to figure out what the Thai whisper sounds like. <laughs> Maybe it sounds like this. I have space fever. Everyone look out. Sorry, I was rude to you, Ray. I had space fever. There's no cure for space fever. The medical droids can't help me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think about space fever? <sighs> Man, it's a tough one, though, because... Is it is it really is it really jizz rock? Yeah, I, I, th- I think I'm right there with you. If we're just going to talk about st- on a Star Wars level of things, yeah, I've just got to give it a jizz fail. But I, I really enjoy it. Sorry, sorry, Cosmic Cow. I think I'm going to give it a jizz fail, even though it's a good song. No, 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 no. Nick, it's why you fail. All right. Next, we have Metal Legends, Sodom, and their hit single, Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> with, with one T, Jabba the Hutt. Maybe so they don't get sued. <laughs> what do you know about Sodom? They're an influential extreme metal band from the late 80s. No, 70s, 80s. They've been around a long time. They formed in 1981. They're from Germany with the, with the style of metal known as thrash metal. Still recording, still touring. This song, Job of the Hut, from the album Get What You Deserve from 1984. Now, were you familiar with this song for a long time? No. I had heard of Sodom. I'd listened to some Sodom, and I had never heard this song. I don't even remember how I came across it. But then I was like, why don't I know about this song? <laughs> it's, it's like a really good metal song, and they're singing about Job of the Hut. Where has it been your whole life? Yeah, it's got wonderful lyrics like, Your life is not worth a day's purchase. Malodorous flatulence wherever you go. Obese, sweaty, and fattened. Like a swine in a prime of grease. Jabba the Hutt. The guys in Sodom, they saw Return of the Jedi. They're like, I am inspired. I liked that Jabba guy. This is the kind of stuff Bib Fortuna would listen to. If not Bib, Beezer for sure. <laughs> Bib thought it was okay, but Beezer was really into it. Beezer's wearing a Sodom t-shirt. Right. He's always trying to get... To, to listen to more. It's okay. No, you gotta listen to it. It's the best. They were playing on Jetta. Hey, Bib, you gotta come to the show. But the other thing with this I like is it kind of fits in the whole Jabba Flow thing where it's like everyone throughout the galaxy is singing songs about Jabba the Hutt. So he's just that kind of guy. 100% just whale. 
Up next, Bootsy Collins. May the force be with you. Everybody knows Bootsy. He played with James Brown, major member of Parliament Funkadelic. If you don't know him from that, you probably know him from D-Light, Groove is in the Heart. (laughs) And he had his own band, Bootsy's Rubber Band, which is what this song is from. He probably liked Star Wars. He had star glasses. He had a star-shaped bass. That was a space bass. Sometimes he was a ghost. He's totally Funk Jedi. (laughs) They should put him in a Star Wars movie. Why not? Put him in The Mandalorian. Come on. This song was funny because I knew about this song, and I remembered this song, but I think until the sequel trilogy, and especially Last Jedi, it didn't seem as appropriate because now the lyrics is almost like it's like Bootsy singing about the the force skypes in last jedi about the power that pulls us like magic may the force be with us your sensitivity is very sensitive to mine come into my world welcome to my world oh this is what's paying playing in ray's head in uh in the hut before luke shows up this is what luke heard on the other side of the island Oh, no. Took off running. Ray! (laughs) (laughs) I know that record. He's up to no good. Ben Solo's playing the Bootsy record again. I mean, we talk about it a lot, what Ben Solo's listening to. But you'd have to think Ben Solo's probably into some music. He'd probably be into this, too. This is when I just want to chill. I can chill every once in a while, can't I? Yeah. I don't know. The competition's tough. I like this, but it's it's just not standing out to me, though. I kind of see where you're coming from. It's Bootsy, so I'm. He gets a jizz whale regardless. This could be any any song, and I would give him a, boots, a jizz whale. So, thumbs up, thumbs down on this one. Maybe. All right. So, back to the the metal side of things. We have Newthgrush with their version of Imperial March. Newthgrush, metal band from Oakland, California. They formed in 1994. They took their name from Dr. Seuss's There's a Locket in My Pocket. From what I could tell of looking up Newthgrush, they're kind of wacky. <laughs> well, and I think the thing with this that's great is this is from, like, I think 94, right? 94, 95. So they were ahead of the curve with the Star Wars metal jams. They were pumped about the... The Power of the Force figures coming out. They bought all of them. They were driving around looking for a 12-inch Obi-Wan. Well, and nowadays, you know, metal versions of the Imperial March. It's everywhere. Literally all over the place. You walk out of the house, you hear it. (laughs) Once you're done listening to all the the Miko disco-type songs, the next one on the list is the Imperial March covers. On electric guitar. I'm a big fan of this one. It's raw. This is what Snoke would listen to. This is like a young Snoke in college, sitting in his room, smoking cigarettes, listening to this. <laughs> Drawing pictures of dragons. <laughs> Golden dragons. One poster of Palpatine, and next to this poster of Palpatine is the poster of Rob Halford. Riding a speeder bike. <laughs> why, is it Rob, why is it Rob Halford in Star Wars movies? I don't know. Why isn't he riding a speeder bike? John Favreau. Uh, well, this song's a bonus, too, because once you get through Imperial March, there's an original song all about Alderaan and how everybody died. So doom and gloom. <laughs> it's a one-two punch. I'm giving Newthcrush a... I'm giving it a Jizz Whale. I'm giving it a Jizz Whale as well. If you're going to do the Imperial March, they set the bar pretty high back in 94.
we're coming to the end here. We're coming to our final group of songs. What do we have next? So next, keeping the metal thing going, we have the more modern take on Star Wars metal, the band Galactic Empire. And I'll give them credit for doing a lot of prequel stuff and sequel trilogy. So here we have March of the Resistance, which there's not a lot of sequel trilogy jizz rock out there. So what, what's the deal with Galactic Empire? They wear, they put, they wear costumes and they play metal versions of Star Wars songs and they tour and have CDs and T-shirts. That's all I know. There's a guy dressed as Darth Vader. There's a guy dressed as Kylo Ren. There's a, a like a royal guard. They have an amazing video with sequel trilogy like resistance pilots and like general resistance people trying to shoot them while they're playing the March of the Resistance. And I don't know because sometimes they have like official looking stuff. And I think I've seen them live sometimes that they don't. They have like made up looking costumes. And I don't know if it was just a short period of time they couldn't wear the real stuff or if they still can only wear the real stuff in videos because it's like, I don't know. Can they, can they just play Celebration, really? Like Anaheim, just set them up outside. Yeah, I don't know why they weren't at Celebration. Yeah, if anyone should be playing there, it's them. We talk about Kylo Ren playing guitar all the time. And in this video, there's Kylo Ren playing guitar. It's true. It's grandfather and grandson playing guitar next to each other. I mean... Uh, They're a family band. I'm giving this a jizz whale because representing the sequel sequel trilogy, March of the Resistance, and Kylo Ren playing guitar. It's definitely a jizz whale. And yeah, like you said, it's not every day we get new jizz rock from the sequel trilogy. So, yes. So next, uh, changing it up here, we have the A4 Reggae Orchestra with their take on Star Wars. What do we know about the A4 Reggae Orchestra? Aside from the fact that they're from Spain, very little. It seems like they're really popular in Spain. So if you're listening in Spain, I'm sorry. But let us know what the deal is with the A4 Reggae Orchestra. Obviously, they're really into Star Wars. I was really happy this time as we looked around that really jizz rock knows no bounds that any style or genre or type of music has its foot in the jizz rock universe. When you when you feel in the force, it doesn't matter. I mean, we had Bar Wars back in number one. That would be like the other question. Is there any genre of music that hasn't had a Star Wars inspired song at this point? I don't think there is. This is almost more ska. But what do I? I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know about you, but this one, I don't know, this one really grew on me. I think just hearing the Star Wars melody so many times in my life to hear it kind of over a different style made it, I don't know, it's relaxing. I have a natural aversion to ska. I think I am allergic to ska. <laughs> it's kind of like how I really don't like olives. Some people love to eat olives. I can't stand olives. And if, if somebody likes ska, more power to them, but it makes me break out in hives. <laughs> and this is like somebody got olives on their pizza and they picked it off, but I can still taste it in the cheese. It's a little, a little too scotty. Yeah, it's a little too scotch for me. So I, I agree with everything you said, and I appreciate this, but I got to give it a, I got to give it a jizz whale. I do. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a jizz whale. I support your jizz whale. 
Maybe. All right, what do we have next? We're we're going off the deep end here. So next one we have it's Buccaneer, Bounty Killer, and T.O.K. with Real Bad Man. From the album Raga Raga Raga, 2003. No clue what that means. How, Dave, how did you find this? I don't even know. <laughs> it just appeared in YouTube. And I've been mesmerized ever since I clicked on it. The force, it calls to you. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I don't know uh, what what you call this. It's like... Is this dance hall? Maybe it's dance hall. Yeah, maybe that's what you would call it. But I... This is the best interpretation of the Imperial March since Nuth Grush. As I don't I don't know. I swear I I've listened to this song like three times a day since I since I found it. <laughs> just them singing along, the chorus is just too much. I don't know what they're saying ever. <laughs> but I keep singing it in my head. This is what Pal- Palpatine's gonna sing this in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. That's how it, it appeared to you. It's, this is leaked from the soundtrack. Man, that JJ got crazy. He couldn't get the Beastie Boys, but he got Buccaneer, Bounty Killer, and TOK. It's giving me a TKO. It's knocking me out. All right, I'm giving this a jizz. I'll give it. Yeah, I'll give it a, a jizz whale. You're gonna be you're gonna be singing this in your sleep tonight. <laughs> it's gonna be four in the morning, and you just want to sleep, but you can't because real bad man singing in your head. So keep keeping the party going here. We have MB4 with their version of Ewok Celebration. Which you got to hand it to the, the cover of this 45. It's like four absolutely terrifying Ewok costumes, like in the trees and in, in somebody's backyard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's the dirtiest, cheapest looking Ewok costume. So, MB4. This is from the Netherlands. 1983. Only released on a 45. It's a project from uh, producer Marco Bonacaldo. I'm guessing that's the MB in the MB4. Otherwise, no other information about this amazing piece of art. Well, it's a weird one too because it's not quite like, not it's upbeat but not too upbeat. It's like this is what I would imagine like if you were at a, a like a nursing home and they had a disco party. Like this is in, would be as intense as they could go. This is like that uh, that Black Mirror when like the people that grew up in the '80s are all really old and they go back into the computer <laughs> to relive their youth. <laughs> And then the happy times when we're all almost dying and we can all just go see Star Wars again inside a giant computer. Yeah. We're all slowly dancing to Ewok Celebration. <laughs> just rocking back and forth. You know, it's it's not the most original jizz rock song ever, but I think just because it's Yub Nub, I kind of love it. That's kind of where I am. It's if, if, if there weren't Ewoks singing, it didn't have that album cover, maybe it wouldn't make the cut, but it's not every day you jam into Ewok celebration so I think I think it's a jizz a jizz whale it's kind of got that 1984 Euro beat of like do they know it's Christmas time you know that kind of driving like well it's definitely more 80s disco than 70s which is which is nice 
Mix it up. I'm giving it a whale. It's a party jam. It's a celebration. Our final song of the night, Earth, U-R-T-H, doing the cover of the immortal hit Lopty Neck. When it's like the Lopty Neck Overture, I think they call it, because it mixes in some of the other songs from Jedi. So Lopty Neck, the hit song that was only in the original version of Return of the Jedi, uh, written by John Williams and co-written by Ernie Facilius. Hardware Wars, his own Ernie Fresilius, voice of Pago the Lesser. Don't ask him what he thinks about Star Wars nowadays. You're not going to like it. <laughs> uh, interesting facts about Lopty Neck. Uh, the lyrics were by Annie Arbogast, who worked for Lucas. She was a Lucasfilm sound engineer. The original title of the song was Work It Out until Ben Burt translated into Hatties, and it became Lopty Neck. But Earth here is fronted by Joe Williams, son of John Williams, who also is the lead singer of Toto. So this is the son this is the son of John Williams, which is a very Star Wars thing to have, right? <laughs> it's, it's like Luke fighting Vader by singing a disco song. I will finish what you started, dad. Uh, All it needed was vi- was vocals. <laughs> Had you heard this version before? Never. Because neither had I. And it's one another one of those ones where it was like, where have you been all my life? I really like this. Yeah. And I was like, this this song came out like, what, 83, 84 or something? It's 2019. This is the first time I'm hearing this. And it's like, I always liked Lopty Neck, but this is like an even weirder, more spacey version of it with synthesizers and then this, their whole like Ewok part in the middle. Somebody was like listening to Lopty Neck and they're like... You know what would make Lopty Neck even better? If we mixed it with Thriller. Yes, exactly. So it's got like it's got like that Thriller kind of jam to it. M- maybe they had to like had to go underground because too many like ten year old kids exploded and died when they heard it. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like you mix Star Wars and Thriller in in 1984 or five, whenever. Maybe that's why we're hearing it for the first time. Maybe it's brand new. Actually, like they had just brought it out. They finally realized it was safe. The FDA finally approved it. I think this is the perfect one to end on because this is a a jizz whale with a capital W. Yeah, this we've been huffing space fumes with Ezra, and the jizz whale showed up, and it's a party. Even Thrawn would dance to this one. That's why he hasn't come back yet because him and Ezra are still dancing to Earth, featuring Joseph Williams singing Lefty Neck till the end of time. <laughs> Turn it up, Bridger. Now this is art. You win. Well, all right. We did it. Jizz Rock 2, and there's still 100 songs out there we haven't got to yet. (laughs) We had to trim. We could have done double the amount of songs we did tonight so we figured you might want to go see rise of skywalker when it comes out so we had to, we had to stop at some point <laughs> rebo's got the beat and the band 
plays on. You can relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Introducing Size Noodles and the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately. Play it again, Si. Starring Size Noodles, Droopy McCool on clarinet, Max Rebo on organ. Rib, rib it, Rebo. <laughs> Dance, Droopy. It's your last solo, Snoodles. Whoa. Use Size Noodles and the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. So you probably know what I'm going to say. Apple Podcast Reviews. If you're listening on some sort of Apple something, uh, after you're done listening, head over there, write a little something, and we will read your review in an upcoming show. We've got a bunch that we're going to get to hopefully sometime later this month. I don't know. This month is looking scary, but we will get to all the reviews that we have on there. And don't forget to check out BlastPointsPodcast.com. Instagram, Twitter, and follow us on Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, sign up for the Blast Points Chill Group. It's a Star Wars party on there every single day. Always crazy stuff happening. And if you want to support the show in a different way, we got the Patreon over there, the Blast Points Army on Patreon. We got some really cool stuff coming up in the month of October. I think we're going to have a super fun episode and just a pretty soon with a super fun guest that you might recognize on there doing some... I think it can say some Star Wars Trivial Pursuit lightning rounds. That's <laughs> yeah, going to be a fun one. But that about wraps up episode 190 here. Battle Beyond Jizrock. Beyond Beyond Jizrock. I think we all learned a little. We all laughed a little. Cried a little. Danced a little. Snoke got the booty beam. <laughs> the booty beam is in full effect. All right, folks. What's going to happen next week? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>